and welcome to a new episode of Our House. I am so, so, so excited for today's guest. Hey, Paul, give us a clue. Who's today's guest? Oh, can you, can you give me that again? It's about me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've got an idea because he's got an instantly recognisable voice. He's on some of the biggest hits of the 90s and 2000s songs. It's only MC Tunes. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Welcome to our house. Yeah, man. Nice to be here. Finally. You okay? Yeah, you. How's lockdown been treating you? Oh, it's a joke, isn't it? It's driving me mad. I'm uh, forever getting in trouble on Facebook. People shouting at me. (laughs) uh, Taking the piss because it's... uh, Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm okay, I suppose. It could be worse. But, you know, I've lived... You know, I've been homeless. So anything could be worse than what I'm doing right now. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, just try to get through it. Try not to crawl the walls. Um, Just building up the website. Try to build up a bit of a following with the DJ thing online. Just uh, upgrading the RAM in my laptop and building the website. Yeah, that's it, really. Try to keep busy. Yeah. yeah, it's been difficult for a lot of people. And I can imagine as a musician, it's very frustrating at the moment in terms of what's going on. You're not able to kind of get out and get in front of people. Um, so how are you filling your time at the moment? Well, yeah, just like I said, uh, you know, I'm busy. I'm a busy man because obviously, you know, um, single parent. Um, I've got a girlfriend, obviously, but um, I've also got a dog. So my life generally is a busy thing. You know what I mean? I'm cooking, I'm cleaning. <laughs> we know I'm that, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, the entertainment thing, it's always been a weekend thing for me. Uh, mostly with the DJing and the live shows. So um, it's it's not too bad, you know what I mean? Because I'm usually in the house being, you know, Mr. Dad during the week anyway. Uh, weekends have been terrible. I mean, I've not I've been, um, obviously. Uh, we were the first ones to get hit by it, the entertainment and the sort of leisure industry. Um, we, got, we got hammered in November. So I've not actually had a paying gig since last November. It's a bit of a nightmare. What can you do? And you've gone kind not of the way through face, Facebook Live, haven't you, and, and sort of kept your, um, your DJ sets going through that, haven't you? Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, I've had to stop on that because it's just an absolute nightmare with the um, these sort of third-party copyright strikes, which are, are totally illegal and based on nonsense. I've um, seen you battling through that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've just got to dispute each play. Basically, it's a third-party hit system that Facebook are doing on behalf of certain record companies. And what they're doing, it's like, um, they're just bypassing the fair use law, basically. Yeah. Totally bypassing yeah. it and striking anybody that might, you know, be, um, you know, monetizing because, you know, if you buy a CD, you're allowed to share that CD with your friends and family. You're allowed to play it. And if Facebook is the sort of public space, then this shouldn't be a problem. You know what I mean? Unless people yeah, yeah. are downloading it and you're charging money for it, which, you know, obviously I'm not. I don't even run ads. Um, so unless you want to, you know, monetize what you're doing, 
you know, free fair use is, you know, that's how the world works. You know what I mean? You wouldn't have a Facebook if there wasn't fair use. You wouldn't have Apple if there wasn't fair use. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it is a, it is a big scam and all it is, is, um, you know, uh, just music corporations try to direct all traffic to their platforms, you know, want um, their subscriptions and, you know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's just a bit of a scam, bit of a pain in the ass. But I'm getting around it. I'm working on it. I've got a few tricks up <laughs> sleeve. Um, you know what I mean? So, you know, I like a good scrap. It, you know, <laughs> it gets me up in the morning. So <laughs> You've won quite a few of them, though, haven't you? Or I've pretty much all of them, them haven't you? I think there's only been two DJ streams. that, um, And the thing is, it's, it's a sort of... Uh, it's very synonymous, you know, uh, sort of behind closed doors. You get, a, you get, um, you get an inbox on Facebook saying, uh, you, you know, you, your video's been partly muted or whatever. Um, would you like to dispute? And then you press it. You've got to wait five seconds, and then these three options come up. You pick the bottom one up, and you put in this uh, stream is um, transformative and free for public consumption, and is permitted under the Fair Use Act of 1976. That's usually all you've got to say. Um, and it'll take maybe, you know, it could take 24 hours, it could take two months. It's a bit really weird. Um, and the only two that have ever been rejected have been off Sony. And there's no explanation for it, you know, because it's it's a scam. They actually haven't got a right. Yeah. And they couldn't do it without artist consent. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's certain, I would imagine there's, you know, one or two. I know James Blunt is one of them. Absolute cunt. Yeah, he's <laughs> well, um, I know he's one of them. Um, it, it, these are the sort of you know industry pop stars that have a re- a lot of sway. Elton John's another one. Um, you know these people have big, 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 big you know voices, um, and they you know they vote on certain things, and you know they they sort of agree to let certain programs like this run you know on a test basis and then they, they just become the norm you know what i mean i mean james blunt voted for you know uh, article 13 you know the whole thing about the eu yeah, stopping people uh, using images as memes and stuff like that yeah yeah and, and try to charge people for every single thing that they upload um he, he was he was a big backer of that james blunt i mean really you know so you know, it's 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 a total scam, and it's all designed to just push people like yourself. You know, that's why you've got to come up with your own jingles. That's why you've got to come up with your own money, because otherwise, some cocksucker is going to try and strike you down and take away your feed. Do you know what I mean? Because you know, they, 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 if 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 you're going to hear it, they want you to hear it on their platform. And it's so automated as well these days, isn't it? Like no one has to do anything. It just picks up the, the, the algorithm or the waveform. Yeah, and it's I mean, just it, it, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think there's a lot of uh, – I think there is a lot of so, – sorry, let me just – one second. Let me, let me dug out spider. What's your problem? <laughs> Brief interlude. <laughs> Spider's on the case. So for anyone listening out there. He's a big dog. <laughs> and when it's at the door, it's probably going to come off at the hinges. Yeah, so, um, it happened to me this week on a Zoom meeting. My dog was uh, saying, "Like, just let me out," and I was like, "Oh my yeah, goodness, yeah. let him go." He's, he's a big spider. So yeah, um, I mean, the the algorithm thing. I understand that there is one. 
you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's active. But I know from first-hand experience talking to DJs that I was being outrageously messed with um, because I had guest DJs that came here to do yeah, a yeah. couple of guest spots. One of them was Reno Child. And another one was um, Martin, Martin James, you know, pretty good DJs, you know, um, very different, mm. but, you know, real fun, good time. And they told me black, they played their mix on their Facebook weeks before as a practice and they didn't get shut down once. But while they were on my stream, they got struck twice. Do you know what I mean? So there is, a, there is a, yeah, there is a human aspect to it. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, you know, Facebook, they're one of the biggest online employees on the planet. You know what I mean? You know, everybody, and they all work for each other, um, and they're all sort of part of the same gang. You know what I mean? So, you know, Twitch are doing it, um, but with slightly different guidelines. Um, YouTube are doing it, but mainly only on uh, uploads. Uh, live streams you can pretty much get away with, but if you try and upload it, you, you know, they'll strike you down for copyright guidelines or whatever it is. You've got to appeal it, and it's just a process to piss creative people off. Yeah, it just stops you, know you in I mean? your tracks. And, and, right, yeah. yeah, have a give up. You don't want the competition, uh, which yeah. is really strange because DJs are in the, the lifeblood of the music industry. Since it started, you know what I mean? It's just insane to me. But this is how the new world works, you know. And it's fair it's to say that control. you're you know, you're not new to being like screwed over by the music industry, are you? No, no, I was blacklisted. I was blacklisted. <laughs> I think I was um touring the dust junkies, I was told point blank I'd be blacklisted, you know. Certain um Publishing houses didn't like me, and they weren't going to give me any work, and so on. I just said, you know, so fuck off, and just come back <laughs> to Manchester. It doesn't Why really bother me. I've always tried building my own economy. I've always known that from, yeah, man. you know, you got to build your own economy around you because you know it, it can be taken away like that. You know what I mean? And before they would take it off me, I just, I just, you know, pissed on it and give it them back. Just because I wasn't you know I mean? around. That's always time. been my attitude. Why did they blacklist you? Was it a personal thing or something else? Yeah, it was a total personal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an incident with um, one of the one of the new top top ladies. Um, she got too fucking drunk and she started getting really fucking aggressive with me, and I had to put her straight. And that sort of snowballed. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, simple things like that. That snowballed and I was confronted by another person um, and, you know, they didn't like what I had to say about it. And, you know, uh, and then there was the Bon Jovi thing, um, which I sort of kicked up a fuss about. Um, which you had every right to. <laughs> sort of a bit of a bit. Of a bit. Well, yeah, because he's fucking, you know... I got screwed by me, you know, by the company and, and by, you know, Bon Jovi. You know, he must have known. It was, you know, he didn't write the song. You know what I mean? He didn't get the idea. It was a total, you know, a total copy of living in the pocket of a drug queen. It was, we were on the same label, signed to the same guy, working in the same fucking studios. You know what I mean? His dad's studio. So, I mean, after sort of experiencing that and, you know, having a, you know, 
having a sort of a bit of a fallout with the main man, Lucian Grange, who's now the head of uh, Universal Music Group Global. Um, you know, you know these these people they never forget. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it just you just sort of you know you just sort of end up you know having to sort of go your own way and, and, and go completely underground and and start again, which I've never had a problem with. You know what I mean? So the, the Bon Jovi thing, just give us a, a brief overview of that. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I was uh, signed to Polydor, uh, Lucy and Grange, and we were recording the Done and Dusted album, and um, uh, Living in a Pocket with Your Queen was going to be the first single. Um, it was ready to go. I got a midnight, sort of midnight weird visit at this studio we were all living at because we had to live in a studio um, in Milton Keynes called Linford Manor. Uh, we were there for about eight months. Um, and I was, you know, personal conversation one-on-one with the main man himself, Lucian Grange, the chairman of Polydor at the time. And um, he said, oh, we need to hold it off. I want you to go to New York. And, and, and mixed the track because the track was written. Um, and we'd sort of previously worked with this producer called Jason Cassaro, who was back in New York, who was, he was a full-time employee at Bon Jovi's dad's studio in New York. Um, and I was, you know, asked if I would do it. And I went, you know what? If you think it needs a new mix, let's go out there and do it. You give it the whole, we want it to be a big hit, so on and so forth. And I was, um, sorry about the noise. I was, um, I was really cool with that goal. And I'd never been to New York. So I thought, fuck it, yeah, go out there. So we went out there. We, we sort of pulled the track apart, put it back together with a new mix. I came back to England um, and got another meeting with Lucy and Grange. And he said, ah, no, it's still not right yet go back, which in, in, in a weird way was good because we ended up getting a really good version of living in a po- pocket of a drug queen by one of the top producers in the world called um, um, oh, Bob Power. Uh, he did Tribe Called Quest, all sorts. Uh, and I went back out there, did it, came back. That was a single we were releasing. And in that six-month period, um, Jason Cassaro, the, the producer we were working with, had sort of, you know, must have sort of handed the, the bare bones over to, you know, Bon Jovi, who was just releasing an album and said, yeah, how do you fancy having this? We can recreate this and put it out without these guys knowing. And within that six months period of going back and forward to New York, that's what was happening. So at the end of it, I was walked, I was in Polydor Records with Johnny J, my manager at the time, walking through the offices. And I heard living in a pocket of a drug queen. But it wasn't living in a pocket of a drug queen. And I, I thought, and I said to Johnny, is that, is that a remix? What's that? And I've walked into this office, looked in, popped my head in and went, yeah, what's that tune there playing to these two lads? And the two of them just went absolutely fucking death white. Uh, started <laughs> stuttering and stammering. Yeah, yeah, there was a big meeting with Lucy and Grange. He said he was going to sort it out. And then at the end of this sort of, another three months while Bon Jovi's released this song and it was like a top 20 hit in America. You know, this is all being sort of, none of this was in the English press. You know, he didn't even release that single over here. That single over here was, was a totally different fucking song. 
but the song he released in America as his first single, you know, pretty pretty big hit. Um, all this was covered up, and um, Lisa and Gray said, "Oh, it was something to do with um, the actual cards and how the cards were similar and da di da di da and all sorts of absolute bullshit." But the truth was, he sampled Mikey's drums. Um, he'd copied, you know, pretty much everything, you know, he could. You know, he even called it Dancing with the Queen of New Orleans, for fuck's sake. And he rapped <laughs> in the song. The first well, time that's ever happened with old bollocks, <laughs> yeah. You know, so it was a complete, you know, and I didn't so much as get a fucking pat on the back, a, a nod, a wink, a nudge, nothing. And that was the thing that really fucked me off. So I ended up having the meeting, you know, the sort of last meeting, which is sort of the end of the, you know, the end of the record deal. I knew we weren't going to get picked up for a second album um, because I wanted assurances that shit like this was never going to happen um, and never, never going to happen again. And I wanted some sort of, you know, um, conclusion to it, as in money. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I told them I'll go fuck themselves. And I was told that, you know, Lucian was very upset. He didn't like the way I spoke to him and that I was going to find it really hard making music ever again, which was also a load of bollocks because I just do what I want. You know what I mean? You can't stop me from doing what I want to do. I've got access to a studio. You can't stop it. And the technology caught up and I've been slowly, steady putting out bits and bobs over the last, you know, 10, 12 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we actually have the comparison, don't we, Paul? In terms of yep. in terms of those uh, those songs. So, if this we'll... brings back any really bad memories of you uh, <laughs> walking through Polydor that day, we do apologize. It's just hilarious to me. I mean, you know, so it, which one's it, this one? Then? This this is the this is the Bon Jovi one. And then this is the original. Oh, you got to play it better. That's it. It's not even slightly the same, is it? It's exactly yeah, the same. No, if, you want, if, you let the, let the, if you let the, you know, if you listen, you know, people listen for an extra, you know, minute or so, you can, you can match the drums to Mikey's mm. drums. Because the whole song was taken over there, you know, the whole, the, you know, the, the, the yeah, yeah. tapes, you know, so, um, yeah, and then, you know, Bon Jovi starts rapping and it's just an happy party, it's an absolute shit show as well, it's a fucking awful version of living in the pocket of a drug queen, but, you know, I think, you know, um, I was told then that, that you know, I wasn't going to get much play, so I saw, you know, I just said, I don't give a fuck, you know what I mean, I was fuming, <laughs> and... You know, I mean, people can say, oh, yeah, well, you know, you, you know, big mistake, you should have stayed there. But I can't be, I can't, you know, I, can't, I, I look in the eyes of these, you know, new pop stars and fucking bands and whatever, and they're all dead inside, man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They all look like fucking zombies. None of them can say what they want. None of them can speak anything. They're all sort of invested in this weird Twitterati fucking 
Adrenochrome. You know what I mean? Where everybody's, you know, everybody's feelings are so fucking important and nobody can die. And it's like, just honest to God, these people, you know, must be miserable. I know it looks good, but I've seen the other side of that mirror. And not they're not they're not happy. Not, hardly anybody I met in the music business was happy other than the chairmans of the fucking record companies. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the people at the very, very top, the people that you never got to you know, nobody had sit down meetings with Lucy and Grange, dust junkies and one or two other acts. You know what I mean? Because we were signed to him. You know what I mean? So I've seen the other side of the mirror and it was never very attractive to me. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I was always happy to come home to Manchester and fucking get out of the, you know, get out of the path of it because I've seen, I seen what it did to people. I've seen it, you know, it was, you know, miserable fucking existence. And a lot of these, you know, the thing with, you know, you know, Britain's Got Talent and how it's become... Everything's become this sort of, you know, formulaic, you know, regurgitated. And I used to say this about pop music 20, 30 years ago, but now it really is. You know what I mean? And everybody's talking about the word brand and oh, it's just fucking appalling. So, and I look into the eyes of these people and they, they seem dead inside to me. You know, I can't, I, where, where, why are they not happy? You know what I mean? Why are they not happy? Why are they constantly smiling as if they've been fucking, you know, these are guns to the back of their head? To me, you know, that's that's not something I want to be, you know. I'm glad I, I got out of it when I did. And, you know, being a happy artist, I'll just carry on doing what I'm doing. And, you know, if I can make money and create my art, that's what I'll do. And, you know, you know that's that, that's the main, that's my main drive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Making nice. music. You know what I mean? You mentioned um, Johnny J there. I'm not, that's a name I've not heard for a long time. Is is he still yeah. around? As far as I know, yeah, he's uh, he's still around. I think he's working at a, a video production company now doing his thing. Right. Um, I'm not sure if he's still, you know, um, a star maker as he was when yeah. I, when I, you know, as he was when, when, when you knew him, you know what I mean? When you met him, yeah, yeah. he was, yeah. he was a star. Man. He, could, he could spot an act and, you know, he'd get the back in and, you know, he'd make music and he'd make money, you know, but uh, I'm not sure. Just have... be, but, uh, I've not seen his footprint anywhere, no. I think I just have memories of him, like being stood outside places like the Roadhouse and just, just yeah. scouting around and, and, do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah, he's one of the originals, Johnny. I, I met Johnny when I was you know, 14, you know, and I was in a crew with him called Rock the House. You know, Johnny Johnny did Family Foundation, Express Yourself. He did, yeah, you know, yeah. um, what would he, he did Cotton Eye Joe. He did fucking, what else was it? He did, he did uh, that that crew, what would he called? Uh, I've got the key, I've got the secret. Right, yeah. Cookie, yeah, cookie yeah. Collective, yeah, yeah. Cookie Collective, that's the one. Um, you know, he was, you know, Huge, you know, he he did he did a lot of remixes that were charting constantly. You know, he was um, really good at what he did, and I think the music, you know, the pop music thing and the whole dust junkie thing might have soured him a little bit, really, which I don't blame him. But um, yeah, you know, he's he's doing well. I think I hope, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. 
So, um, I'm just looking at Go on, Claire. Claire had a question. So the, yeah, last time I, the last time I saw you, you were with the ugly. So I wondered, is that still a thing or what happened there? Um, basically, yeah, no, uh, well... I mean, the ugly was... Do you, do you remember this for a start, Nicky? <laughs> no, what it was um, is that I was... Um, it was a sort of... It was a, an idea that I had after talking with um, uh, Kwame, one of the rappers uh, that I've worked with in the past. He was on Rinse It with a beatbox wash. Um, yeah, yeah. I me to get involved with this guy who had some studio time. And it was a concept I came up with that sort of was doing really, really well. Um, and my idea was to sort of, um, you know, put music out on iTunes and whatever, you know, um, cheap and cheerful, put out loads of music as we could from the studio to pay for the studio. And what we'd do is that we'd, um, you know, try and, and I know there's loads of studios doing it at the moment, this studio experience. And this is, you know, this you're talking maybe nine years Set ago now. Years ago. Um, and we were going to do this where, you know, you know, people who've got kids who think they're pop stars, you know, we'll get them in the studio, uh, we'll help them write a track, we'll put together a little video for them, we'll mix it, and we'll give it them as a finished product for a price, yeah? Um, mm-hmm. And we were going to, you know, you know, make this available to sort of, you know, schools and do deals and see if we could get some funding. And I was really close to doing it. Until, you know, um, certain things happened and people were sort of tempted by, you know, the never-never of somebody who liked my idea and thought they could just do it better. And unfortunately, the actual um, infrastructure just kind of disappeared. But I own it. The Ugly is my name. That's me. Um, So I can sort of do what I want with it whenever I feel like it, really. And I might, you know. I mean, funnily enough, one of the songs that was on the B, uh, on the uh, first recent um, EP, um, The Collective, Dust Junkie Collective, Another Day, the track that was, one of the tracks that is on there, that's on the website, was from the Ugly, um, from the Ugly Studio. It was a track called River, um, where Kwame's rapping, and we've got uh, Kwasi Ashanti, doing the vocals. So you can actually go to the website and download that song, and that's a song from um, there. And also, another song that's on the website um, that's, that I put out was uh, We Don't Care, and that was a song from The Ugly. So, you know, from 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 that studio sort of thing. So, you know, I always... Uh, I'm a bit like... Uh, I'm a bit like one of them guys who... I'm a bit like Bear Grylls, you know. I'm resourceful, you know, when it comes to tracks. I'm... You know, I'll feed on anything. You know what I mean? You've definitely got the vault, haven't you? Yeah, You've got yeah. the vault locked away, tucked away there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember being sat in that studio and I heard some really fat beats that yeah. were coming from, from that place. Oh, it was really and good, you know, yeah. I was excited to, to hear some more from the ugly. That was cool. It man. was a shame, yeah, it was a shame. But what are you going to do? People's fucking eyes get bigger than their bellies. And, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just another one of them um, where the faith, where the art, you know, the faith in, in the project, you know, these not, you know, people just seem to lose faith. Everything's so easily done. But the soul of music is how, you know, the things like The Ugly should 
if they're going to survive, they should survive on that, not sort of, okay, well, you know, let's get so let, let's sign a publishing deal so everybody can have, you know, an extra 50 quid in the pocket. <laughs> you know, yeah. fuck that. I've done that. I'm not doing that anymore. So, you know, everything I do now is either for free or for working kind. So all the studio time I get, um, all the production stuff I do, um, all the EPs that I put out, you know, it's all it's all trading kind. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you do me a favour, I'll do you a favour. Um, you know, I'll DJ, you know, earn a bit of cash, you know, a couple of hundred quid, try and get in, go in, boom, boom, boom. It's done in an hour. I take my tape, boom, 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 take it to somebody else, give it a Sam. He'll mix it over there in Denmark. Boom, we've got a track. You know what I mean? And it's you know, it's it's painless. It's fun. Uh, it's unpredictable. Um, and I've got fucking half an album. <laughs> I've been through, oh, Jesus, about four producers in the past three years. And <laughs> and all of them were great. And, uh, you know, one got off of the record deal, so we had to stop working. Um, another one, um, what was it? He got his, his girlfriend got pregnant, so that fell off. Um, the, the last one, uh, we were just in the middle of... Uh, putting the tracks together up at the midi school here in Salford because he was uh, he had some he had some time owed to him and we were utilizing the time there and then COVID struck and he had to go back to Greece. So, you know, it's it's one of them, but I'm like the uh Dirk gently of rap. Uh, I take the holistic approach. <laughs> it's gonna happen, it's gonna fucking happen and I'm not gonna chase it. You know, I'm not gonna chase it anymore. I'm not gonna get stressed about it anymore. Um, and you know, I'm gonna just keep doing what I'm doing, regardless. In in terms of rapping and and stuff like that, as a craft for you, is it? You I mean, is it is it like a first love Sorry. type of thing? Is it? Is it? I know. <laughs> or is it? Is it just something that you know that you're good yeah. at, so you do it? Uh, well, I mean. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's yeah, it's my craft. It's and it's me art. It's like writing stories. So <clears throat> I'm a I'm a short novelist. You know what I mean? Um, you, your songs, your raps, you know, are based on something. Um, you know, unless it's one of them feel good raps where you just say what the fuck you want and big yourself up, which are always fun. I'm dead good at them. Um, but yeah, mostly it's you know it's. It's, you know, you pick a subject, you craft your words to be a certain way and keep a, a funky flow and, you know, work on their own as well as they work with the beat. And, you know, I can take up to, you know, a year to finish a, finish a rap. You know what I mean? Especially if I'm not in the studio right away. But even so, you know, I, you know, I can happily do that. And not worry about it. I don't freestyle because one, I can't do it, and the reason I can't do it is because I don't believe it's a real fucking thing. You know, you just—it's just lyrics you remember, and you just put them in a different order. And if that's how you practice and that's what you want to do, then that's great. But I like to write. I enjoy it. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's therapeutic for me. You know what I mean? And I get to say what I want to say, and it's great. And the new stuff is even better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for for new music and um, so especially in the hip hop genre, um, 
do you see any any good artists or what you would consider like you know stellar artists that are about now oh um <clears throat> who are you listening to do you, do you, do still, like do you still you still keep in touch with that scene I like yeah, I like I like I like DJ I like DJ Shadow Run the Jewels. Um, yeah. uh, Fair warning, I like him. Um, this uh, guy, a, a young white guy called Token, who I really yeah. think is really cool. We do Token. Yeah, you know, I'm not really, you know, it's not my, you know, fucking forte, but wow, you know, he's really good. Uh, the guy with him called Mac Ten, is it Mac Ten that that, that does it with him? They did a really good track together. I remember the oh, video of him being Miller. in the back of the car. Yeah, is it the black guy that he works with? That, that he works with all the time, Tolkien? He works I, with Hobson. Yeah. I think it's a Mac 10. Anyway, uh, my girlfriend's into it. She's she's mad for them. She sort of introduced me to that. Um, but yeah, but I'm still a big fan of, you know, the old school guys, you know what I mean? You know, um, Rackham's not brought anything out for a long time, but Public Enemy Chuck D's just done some new stuff with DJ Premier. Um, I like uh, Master Killer uh, when he did that, that. Them, you know, he's done some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I tend to not listen to the radio. You know, I'll 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 get music that I DJ with. Do you know what I mean? That I really really like. Um, there's a guy called Logic. Uh, his last track, Hundred Miles and Running, was really good. Yeah, that's um, cool. Sort of a, you know, an update of um, you know, know how by um, Young MC. But I try not to listen to the radio because it makes me want to pull my fucking fingernails out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard to come by. I must say, it's hard to come by. Everything's heavily diluted now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's not just diluted. It's all the same shit. I mean, at one point, it was just love songs you had to put up with from fucking dippy artists, you know, pop star artists type things and ballads and whatever and rock rock bands. And it was love, 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 girls, 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 me, 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 cry, 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 happy, happy, happy. You know, anything surrounding penis and vagina uh, was uh, a record um, and that was the sort of content. And now it's all fucking look at me, what? You know, it's like listening to fucking, <laughs> fucking Louds and Money, Louds and Money. That's all I hear. Louds and Money. Fucking Harry Enfield. That's it. And that, that's all. I can't listen to it. Because the yeah. next time I hear some fucking, you know, young white boy talking about, oh, about him getting, you know, uh, getting out his ting and chucking man and fucking... It's like, stop it. Stop, 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 stop. There's not that many gangsters in fucking Manchester. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, if you have these rappers to it, every other fucking person's a gangster. It's not the truth. You know, so please just, anybody young out there that's good at what they're doing, don't fall into the trap of this, you know, fucking boring... Louds and money! Bling, bling! Bullshit. You know what I mean? Try and write, you know, from your heart and your head and, you know, see if you can, uh, you know, change. Have you, um, have you ever, have you ever um, checked out much of H or um, 
The levels yeah, crew. No, that I, much yeah, guys, no, I, I, I did like Shotty Horror's last attempt, which was a kind he's, of rock. He's indie stuff. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought that could have been, you know, I felt like it was something he did. It wasn't, I, could, I reckon it, I could have done a great job producing that. You know what I mean? Um, and I found it really fucking interesting, but, you know, nothing much since, if you get what I mean. And that's a yeah. shame because it should be experimental. You know, rappers should be able, the American rappers do all sorts of that shit. You just join a band for six months and make an album and it'll be the weirdest shit they've ever done. But they don't get frowned upon, you know, they don't get sort of, you know, ignored for it. I did like H. Um, I think his new stuff is um, a bit restricted. Um, it's not much of it, though. Um, I know that he was doing a tour in Australia. He was touring a lot, which is what they do. You know, they, they got these young artists. They send them off touring. They break them off from all the sort of, you know, roots. Uh, and then they tell them to live in London, you know, and then they come part of the machine, um, yeah, yeah. which is... Possibly what they're doing to H. I've not seen much of him. Um, it's a shame. Uh, I hope that he knows what he's doing. I hope that he's making a lot of money on tour. And that what he does is that he comes back when he does, um, or wherever he lands, that he opens his own thing, he starts his own businesses, and gets Kanye on this shit. Because that's the only yeah, way you're going right, to fucking yeah. survive. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You've got, you know, you've got to build your own when I was, you know, Dust Junkies was pre-internet. You know, it was it was a virgin in it was a virgin in virgin thing. It was tiny. You know, the the eight oh eight stuff was pre-nuggets. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, so you know, there, there was no, you know, there was there wasn't even samplers when I did the only rhyme at bites. Everything was fucking, you know, it was a Akai. It was a sampler, but not as a sampler you know now. Um, and you know, if if I would have had, you know, if I, I would like to think that if I had the access to the sort of technology that these young guys have have got access to, that I wouldn't be sort of, you know, doing the record company thing at all. I'd be, you know, you know, these sort of, you know, Business. sort of, you know, Instagram rappers and SoundCloud rappers, you know, making a lot of money. But it seems like their idea of fame, their idea of success is being signed by a big record company, even though they don't need to be. You understand? It's the lifestyle. It's the access to the glam. It's the access to the fame and the fucking pandering and, you know, the shady fucking Hollywood reach around. You know what I mean? This is part of the world. This is part of the, the sort of fantasy that these kids are living and it's a shame because yeah. once you're independent, you get to do what you want, then going and joining that circus, you know, and that's what I was sort of a bit disappointed for H about because he didn't have to sort of do that. But I think they think that having access to that world is the answer to their success, which is not, you know, it's not the, 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 the key to success is being, you know, able to stand on your own too and 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 do the things that make you happy as opposed to, you know, having, you know, access to the, you know, whatever magazine or, you know, whatever fucking, you know, 
baby sacrificing party these Hollywood fucking pop stars like to go through. Whatever it is, you know, that door, you know, that they walk through, they seem to think that that lifestyle and that environment is the 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 key to success and, and the sort of, you know, the the flag of success that they will, you know, get once they go through that, which is a shame because it's not that way. You know, once they've got it, they can easily take it away, and that's 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 a shame. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a rapper that we follow, a Mexican girl rapper called Snow the Product. She's completely independent. We've followed her for years, haven't we? And she yeah, just yeah. makes pure money off her merch and her tours. She's not signed to anyone. She's constantly on tour, and she just genuinely looks like she's living life, you know, and just enjoying herself. Yeah. She doesn't need to be tied down to anything. Yeah, the technology finally caught up to the artist, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I was a bit, you know, I missed out obviously on, on that sort of, you know, coming up with that. Um, but you know, you know, I, I believe that um, if you don't do the things you love, you get cancer and die. So you know, I'm just going to keep doing what I love. You know what I mean? And what I love is making music that I like to make. I like the struggle. I like the fight. You know what I mean? I like this. I like that sort of thing. It keeps me alive. Keeps ticking, so I, everything I do is in good faith. Yeah, yeah. And everything I do is in good faith with a clean heart and a clean conscience. You know what I mean? I'm not out to take advantage of anybody. Um, I've helped more people than have helped me. And I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm cool with all of that. Um, as long as, you know, um, I can, you know, I mean, with this lockdown, it seems like, you know, another one of my fucking limbs have been chopped off. But, you know, swimming doesn't last forever. And uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll come out of it better. And I'll that... be still doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I think that's a, a great way to live as well, because I, I very much believe in karma in terms of, you know, you just it's not a case of what you can take from people. It's what you can give to people and that you can be happy yeah. and live a long life. And there are a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people that seemingly have it all, but it's taken away from them very, very quickly. Um, so I, I totally respect and agree with everything that you're saying there. It's fantastic. Yeah, it is, it's one of them, these life, you know, these life beyond the record deal. You know what I mean? I've had, I've had, you know, two major record deals and I've walked away from both of them. Um, I don't regret it at all. There's um, a couple of things I might have done different, but I don't think where I ended up would be any different. Um, you know, I might have, you know, I could own a house, but, you know, you know, I didn't, you know what I mean? I'm working on that now and I'm going to own it. So, you know, it's not going to be a case of I'm going to need a record company to pay my bills because I can't afford it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they fucking, you know, they, they cancelled the tour or wanted me to re-record the album. I, you know, so all these things I've seen people get while they've been in corporations like that and they no longer have them things. And and that's that's heartbreaking. And I don't want to go through that again. So I'm just going to keep banging on. I, I reckon, you know, it doesn't take a lot um of people buying your music directly for you to survive and if i can do that then eventually i'm going to nail it and you know um i'll I, you know i can make a you know a bit of money 
keep myself set up. But I'm not going to be looking to make, you know, I'm not looking to keep that. I'm not going to keep repeating that just so I've got money. I want to repeat that so I can still make music. I can still entertain. I can still put on a show. That's, that's the sort of driving force for me. And everything I've got will be left to my kids. So they'll have more than I did. You know what I mean? So, you know, so you know, worrying about how people look at you or, or whether you've you know, made a mistake or, you know, oh, I couldn't have been a contender. Whinge, whinge, fucking boo-hoo. You know, you just get over it, man. You know what I mean? Would you get encourage it, people? Would you encourage your kids to, to follow your path? Uh, only if it's what they really wanted to do and that they, you know, did their own work, then I'd, I'd do it with my blessing and I'd hopefully help them, you know, find true happiness. I don't, you know, um, I'd, I'd rather them, I'd rather them lo- learn a skill first, you know what I mean? And then sort of, um, you know, they can do whatever the fuck they want, really, um, as long as that, you know, they've got basic skills um, as long as and they can survive in the world. Pardon? As long as they're happy as well. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, this day and age, you know, you've got to be, it's got to be a bit more than just being happy. You know, I know a lot of mental patients that are really fucking happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're not going anywhere. They're, you know, they're in a mental ward. You know, well, happy as fuck. But, I mean, there's, there's just, you know, you've got to be able to negotiate the world. You know what I mean? And if my misgivings will, you know, you know, you know, give my kids a little bit more of awareness of, you know, things that happen and the sort of, you know, genuine people and looking after yourself without hurting others is important, but you still have to look after yourself. You still have to be able to provide for yourself. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's, you know, that's a key, a way to happiness, Know, looking after yourself, being self-sufficient, frees up a lot of time, frees up a lot of space in your head. You know what I mean? Um, uh, you know. Defrag yeah. the hard disk. <laughs> yeah, man. So I know you've, you've got quite a lot of stuff coming up in the future. Um, you recently had a bit of a Dust Junkies reunion. Can we expect to see any more Dust Junkies uh, material in the future? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was, I've been working on this new... I mean, I've just put out um, an EP on CD and we're just waiting for it to go up online of all the remixes that were done from the Dust Junkies, uh, that compile. Uh, we compiled that. Uh, that's going up online. I've been... Like I said, I've got half an album that I've wrote with Sam, basically. Um, and, and we've just got all the bits. Um and I've just got to get into a fucking studio <laughs> and and just put them together. You know what I mean? Put them together, record me vocal and send it back to Sam. And the last, you know, year and a half has just been, you know, one sort of, you know, hiccup after another, you know, producers, you know, getting record deals and studio time not being available. Um, but, you know, I'll get around, you know, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. And, uh, I've just recorded um, the vocal for a track called Common Ground with at Shine, with Shine, uh, MC Shine. So he's going to be, you know, producing a version of it. Um, and then, you know, hopefully, yeah, yeah, 
you know. So I'm just waiting to get into the studio, which seems to be my only gremlin um, at the moment, you know, access to a programmer and a studio uh, where I can just go in and go bam, 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 bada boom, bada bing, and send it back to Sam in Denmark. So, and that's where it is. And as soon as I've got access to that, we've got, you know, these four songs ready to go, you know. And then hopefully be able to go on tour again one day. Yeah, well, if, as long as this fucking, as long as everybody's spagging out about this Kung Flu, you know, <laughs> it's new normal thing. I don't think, you know, I think a lot of it's going to be online. But, um, you know, I, I, I noticed that there. You, you mentioned the new normal, and that's the thing that's yeah, kind of been into everybody's head, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Trump's just fucking a 78 year old man who eats fucking McDonald's and Diet Coke every day. I just got it. Three days later, he's out bouncing about, going, Regeneron! And we're still, <laughs> talking, we're still talking about locking people down in fucking England. It's an absolute scam. <laughs> it's a scam. It's a scam. It's absolutely a fucking scam. You know, uh, um, what are you going to do? But I think... You know, the Dust Junkies, we're where I was going to want to work together if this, you know, the tricky thing is with the band is that everybody lives in different parts of the world. You yeah, know, you're all scattered now, aren't you? Yeah, Mike is on tour. So, you know, it costs two and a half grand just to fucking get the band together. So, until, you know, we can get a steady flow. Because uh, I had the infrastructure, but the guy I was working, we've had to move house and he's not putting studio back together. So for the past two years, I've been looking for a producer or a programmer with access to a studio. Um, and basically that's the, that's the sort of struggle I've been in. Um, it'll get, you know, something will happen sooner or later. I'm sure uh, I keep getting closer, but um, once the infrastructure is there, me and Sam, you know, we've got our groove. We, we you know, the tracks we right. We wrote another day. We've wrote another, you know, four to five solid tracks that I want to do. Um, and basically, we just got to get through this catalogue so we can, you know, start on the new stuff. Yeah, man. That's where we are. So we're there. So, we're just, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so for anyone who's listening that wants to follow you and see or hear what you're doing now. Or where- provide a studio and a programme. Eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah, yeah. how can we follow you for free, you get paid when everybody gets paid. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll pay your expenses, I'll throw shiny down your throat and a fucking red stripe. <laughs> I'll throw petrol in your car uh, and boom, there we go. Let's, let's make You've got a free sofa as well if you need to stay in town for the night. Yeah, let's make some beautiful music. You know what I mean? So, well, Anybody listening? Slumbered on my spider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, you can. You can. You can follow me on Facebook at MC Tunes. Uh, I've got a page there. These MC Dot Tunes on Instagram, um, and that's pretty. Yeah, I don't really do Twitter or fucking YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. YouTube. It does me head in. I've already had fucking videos taken. Do, 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 give me a community guidelines strike for dance yourself to death video it's a fucking joke it's weird i don't even understand. 
You know what I mean? That's yourself to that video. It's like just clips of clips off YouTube for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so you can follow me there. Um, I'm always doing the live streams. Uh, I've got a mixed cloud, uh, MC Tunes, and Dust Junkies Official. I've got, um, I, I, but the main place where I'm uh, in the process now of uh, figuring out how I can live stream on the website, dustjunkies.com. I'm going to be live streaming from there on a platform that has no censorship, um, which I've figured out. Um, it's tricky. Yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking you can get, you can, these are links to t-shirts, uh, MC Tunes t-shirts and Dust Junkies t-shirts. These are also links to all the music that I've, I've put out. The only thing that isn't there is the North at its heights, but there's uh, the Damage by Stereo album, which I did as an art project with the um, uh, Preston University. Uh, there's the new version of uh, Redone and Dusted, all fully mastered, redigitalized. All the bonus tracks on there. Um, you've, you've, you've got Another Day. That's up there, the EP. You've got all the remixes that were put out um, recently. So there's a ton of stuff that you, that's available uh, at dustjunkies.com. Um, so, yeah, music-wise, there's lots and lots of stuff there. And I don't ask for, you know, people to do, you know, advertisements or, you know, people to subscribe i just say if you you know you want to support me with whatever to do just you know up over to the website download one of the tracks uh give us a good review and um you know we're all good but soon um i'll be i'll be able to live stream directly from the dust junkie website um cool. which will be great you know what i mean um there's a platform out there called vk uh, which is a russian platform and it's the wild fucking West, baby. They give zero fucks about... <laughs> they give zero fucks about uh, copyright. You know, honest to God, it's the greatest thing. You are download music. You get an account on VK. It's the Russian Facebook. Um, it's banned, you know, out uh, in loads of places. But, um, you know, I'm going to be using that, that platform. Um, I'm going to embed that sort of onto the website and then share it from there. Um, you know, mixed cloud, so on and so forth. Um, and yeah, it's going to be good. I'm just at the moment building the, uh, the right laptop. I've had to buy some new RAM for the laptop. Um, I've had to get the guy because it's uh, we're on a separate server uh, from Google, it's his own server. So um, I've had to, you know, everything's got to go through him. So he's just built me a backdoor into the website where I can log in, throw the embed on. Tickety boo, Bob's your mallet. You know, we should be good. And uh, I'm just going to start, just, yeah, get back on the live streaming DJing thing. And with that platform and with it being censor, censorship free, you know, I can sort of, you know, spread my wings and maybe do some sort of one on one stuff, some podcast type stuff. Uh, news with tunes. Yeah, yeah, tunes news. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I really like the idea of watching old films and laughing at them. Um, so you know, stuff like that. So, I've got a few ideas, um, for content, but I wanted to, you know, I want to be able to do it on a platform that cannot just kick me off or drop me like Facebook or fucking, you know, record companies. So, yeah, I, I find I keep making the same, I keep doing the same things. I, I find something I love doing, and then I realize that 
there's too many restrictions and then I spend as much time as I need trying to get around those restrictions uh, and come up with something original, which is what I'm doing, really trying to do. Okay, that's great. So what we'll do is after we post this uh, this podcast, we'll post all the links and everything as well for you. Yeah, yeah so um, everything we've talked about, yeah. we'll post each individual link. Oh, yeah. Anything we can, we can sort of help redirect that traffic back. Even yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you. You've been an amazing guest. I've really, yeah, really man. enjoyed your insights into everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's too easy, you know, you know, you can just, you know, give me a shout if you ever need any sort of fucking any sort of light entertainment, give me a shout, I'll help you out, no problem. Well, it's funny you should mention that, because what we were thinking <laughs> was possibly yeah. to get you to dial in a, a, a tunes news like once every month or something like that. <laughs> And we we can yeah, fire it out for the yeah, show, okay. and then that, that way it gets we we we're ensuring that we're continuing that link process on going any on. Aren't we? Yeah. Any subject you want, yeah, we're definitely not going to send to you at all. Uh, one one major thing is like let's try not make it ten years. I think it was two thousand ten yeah. the last time we 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 linked in a studio or anything. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm always available. I, I'm you know I'm easy man to find. So, you know, I'm sure we'll do something. So the Tuesdays things are good idea, though. Yeah, 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 no problem. Yeah, I bet. Um, so, yeah, we'll post everything, get everything online, and we'll see you very soon. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Oh, no.